Hello once again, everyone. I'm Sean Forster, your host for this wonderful podcast, the Believe in OU podcast. And here we are getting ready for week two. College football had a huge weekend, a bunch of close calls, some upsets. And But if you're an OU fan, I think you liked what you saw on Saturday. Wasn't perfect. Needs a few tweaks here and there. But I think you see the potential for a Big 12 championship run if things keep progressing the way they are. Defense looked good at times. There was a rough second quarter for some of you. For those of you who are in my live stream chat on the YouTube channel, go subscribe, like, subscribe, and comment. All those good things that YouTubers say. YouTube.com slash Onikuno. That's O-N-I-K-U-N-O. Yeah, I know. One day I'm going to drop the old school high school username, but it's so attached to my so-called brand that I don't know what I would do without it. But getting back to the game itself and what OU looks like, uh, again, rough second quarter for some of y'all. I get it. Uh, the offense looked really great at times. It came to a crashing halt at some other times. Uh, but the defense does give me a lot of hope for this year because if there's one thing Oklahoma did against UTEP, they tackled. I know that this is a foreign concept for a lot of people, especially me for the past 10 to 12 years, but I saw tackling, not just like, oh, I they accidentally did. No, good form tackling. It's like they were coached to do it. It's like they actually practice tackling in practice, no less. How about that? So good to have Brent Venables back at Oklahoma in charge this time. And uh, we'll see what game two gives us this week. By the way, if you want to watch the Kent State game, this is your public service announcement. You need to get ESPN+. Plus. I'm not being paid by ESPN or anybody. I'm just saying this for all the people out there who know they're going to have, let's just say, um, an older generation's going to text you or get on the phone and say, where can I find the game? Uh, this is your PSA as well to help them figure that out too. So ESPN+, Plus, it's going to be on your, your smart TV, your tablet, your phone, your computer, whatever device you want to use. ESPN+, Plus is usually out there. Help them set it up. You have time now. You have a few more days. That's the only way, That's the only place the game's going to be on. And don't expect the game to be replayed on regular TV. I don't think it will be. So don't. There's no guarantee. I, this is going to be exclusive to the to the format to to the to the app to the streaming service. So it's like I think it's like ten bucks now. I think the price is going up. I don't know if it's done that already. But you know, again, it's way better than dropping sixty for a body bag pay per view game. Instead, you get a decent team against a. I guess a team from the Mac that, you know, did pretty well last year. I think they're going to be down a starting safety. So you don't want to go to, up against OU not full strength if you can help it. But regardless, there will be a game played on Saturday. And there'll be a lot of other games played as well. Games I'm looking forward to. And it's just another one of those weeks where, man, I'd really like to watch, you know, Florida and Kentucky. But it's going on the same time as the OU game, so I'm going to have to miss that. Um, other games going on. But I think the games I'm looking forward to... In the, in the middle, sandwiched in the middle. Because, let's be honest, we all know what game we're watching at 11 a.m. and noon, respectively, right? Everyone everyone knows what game we're watching. We're watching Alabama and Texas. But the, the mid-afternoon games are interesting. You got Tennessee and Pitt, which, you know, was a, my initial pick. But I, I'm circling Appalachian State and Texas A&M. I'm not picking Appalachian State to, to go into college station to get the upset like they did against the Wolverines all those years ago. But what I'm saying is... They put up a lot of points against North Carolina. And that Texas A&M defensive front is for real, especially that line. And I just, like, you know, Sam Houston State gave them a little bit of problems week one. I'm not saying they were in danger of losing that game. 
but it would be fun to see if all Appy State can go into College Station makes people nervous because the quarterback play for Texas A&M is a little iffy. I'm not impressed by Haynes King. Um, is he better than DJ Ungulele at Clemson? Oh, God, yes. I'll take him over him any day right now. But overall, definitely looking forward to the to that mid-afternoon slate. Uh, but, you know, real quick, I'll talk about Texas and Alabama real quick because I know this is an OU podcast, but we always got to keep an eye on our big bad rival down in Austin. And they're not so big and bad as far as I'm concerned because you go into this game in all off season, I've been hearing about Texas and they've been keeping an eye on Oklahoma. And there's this, there's this entitlement from certain people in Austin, Texas, there's an entitlement and they believe they deserve to not just be like one of the greatest programs of all time and be top tier. Uh, but they believe they're, they're going to get a win over Oklahoma this season. And we'll have, we'll have plenty of time to dig deep into that game once we get to October. But the, the arrogance carries over. And as arrogant as the Texas fan base can be, and a lot of their minions who work for various recruiting websites and mouthpieces who have national platforms or regional platforms, like to tell you how great things are going to be, especially since they got the, the nephew of like the greatest quarterback of all time, and he's going to come in and save the program on a diamond-studded chariot, tossing out chocolates and teddy bears to all the good little Longhorn boys and girls. I digress they want you to believe that, well, you know, we don't have to beat Bama. You know, we don't have to. Like, listen, that's not going to affect it. Our goal is to get to Dallas and on December 3rd. That's what Steve Sarkeesian was telling you this week. He told you, well, it's a non... He basically in a roundabout way said it was a non-conference game. Our goal is... He's basically giving you coded speech here. He's telling you he knows deep down that they have no shot at winning this game. Not that the fact that he's the head coach at Texas and he's seen what they got. It's the fact that he just came from that place and knows what they got. They've got guys like Dallas Turner. They got guys like Will Anderson, who he knows is going to wreck his very, very thin offensive line, who's got multiple true freshmen playing on it. And you have a quarterback who was spoon-fed easy throws last week, and they're trying to hype up how great he's going to be, and he's being thrown to the Wolves this Saturday in Austin. So if you're looking forward to watching a slaughter, a blowout, mind you, uh, tune into Fox at noon this Saturday. It is going to be, it's not going to be pretty at all. And they'll have their excuses. Like everyone's going to come out and say, oh, well, we didn't expect to win that game. Oh, we didn't expect to do this. And that's fine. That's fine because they're going to get back up on their horse and they're going to say, you know what? Pat Brent Venables is a first year head coach. And that guy right there, we deserve to be, we're going to beat him. There's no way we're going to lose to a first-year head coach. <laughs> That's the mentality they have. The entitlement. So they'll, they'll be able to explain it. It's easy to explain away Bama because they're the best team in the country right now. Although Georgia's got an argument. Let's be honest. They definitely have an argument. Georgia may not be a one-year wonder. But the Texas Longhorns and their fan base and all of their boosters and all of their mouthpieces who are going to tell you, you know, the ones who were telling you earlier this summer, well, if it gets to the fourth quarter and that that heat in Austin is really going to, that that heat, they're not used to playing that heat. Yeah, because Alabama is not used to playing in the heat, you know, because they play that, they play football in North Alabama, way up there in Tuscaloosa, where all that snow and ice is, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's what I thought. So I'm looking forward to watching that game. Great slate of games this week. 
And uh, but for for OU, getting back to OU, I think the one thing, the Kent State game, it's can you clean things up a little bit? The offensive line play, obviously, uh, news to uh, not you news today, but news this week that Wanya Morris is probably going to sit out this one as well. Has an off the field issue. If you know what it is, you know what it is. It's not the end of the world, but hopefully he'll be back next week. Tyler Guyton had a few rough spots when playing in that left tackle role, uh, so hopefully he can take a big jump this week against Kent State. Daniel Parker, uh, a projected tight end to get a lot of playing time, did not play last week against UTEP. Uh, Coach V said he had the sniffles. So you can read into that however you want, but he was ill, and they, they decided not to play him. And things worked out well regardless. It's not like OU was in any trouble of losing. They weren't in any danger of losing the game, unlike some people in my chat thought on Saturday. That was uh, very entertaining. I love my warrior warts who live and die in every play in my live stream chat. It's just, I just sit there and look at how do you people function sometimes? It's just, I don't know. Your blood pressure medicine must be through the roof. The expenses you have to pay for that stuff. But, uh... You know, just uh, I think one thing, another thing I took away was uh, Reggie Grimes' performance last week and just hearing the story about him and his grandmother, his grandmother putting off chemo, going through a second cancer battle. And you want to talk about my heartstrings, let's talk about grandparents, because I lost my grandmother, God bless her, a few years back. Uh, She had suffered a stroke in the mid-2000s, and she frankly just wasn't the same. She was living in a home, and it was uh, painful to see her kind of deteriorate over the years, but... You want to get you want to get you want to get my feels, so to speak. Yeah, talk about grandparents. So for him to go out there and have the game that he had, two and a half sacks, and just dominated on the defensive line, and she got to watch him play, uh, those are the really special moments. You know, regardless if it's against UTEP or not. You know, those are moments that are really really special in a young man's life, especially when he's playing college football. And so uh, all you know, all the love and props to the world to Reggie Grimes for being able to do that and have that moment. So, uh, but again, Oklahoma this week, getting ready to play Kent state again, get your ESPN plus, uh, this is <laughs> a second PSA. Do not forget to get that, uh, because I know people will be showing up to my live stream chat and asking me to show the game. Why aren't you showing the game? Yes, because I'm going to nuke my YouTube channel just for you, just for you and lose out on my, Ad revenue because yeah, you want to watch the game for free on YouTube on a pirate stream. Drop you seven to ten bucks like everyone else does. I've done it. And here's the thing: not getting paid by ESPN. God, I wish I was. That'd be great. But you're not just getting access to the game. You're getting access to the Sooner Vision stuff. You get the behind the scenes. You get the coaches shows. You get exclusive radio broadcast content. Uh, they're doing like um, they're doing like an all access show right now where they drop an episode every two weeks. So it gets you get kind of like your own little version of a Hard Knocks, but with OU. So you're getting a lot more bang for your buck than just basically paying 50, 60 bucks in the past for a body bag game against Western Carolina. So. It's worth a shot. Give it a chance. Uh, I know the ESPN Plus uh, format can be a little difficult to navigate at times. Believe me, is like a when it first dropped, they didn't have a channel set up yet and everything, so everything was just getting uploaded as they launched it. So day one was a little rough. We're in day what twenty one now, or, or or more like forty one now, and things are a lot better. I promise you. And plus, you know what the neat thing is about the about the Supervision stuff on ESPN? They're starting to upload old games. And they're uploading old games in HD that I didn't know they had HD game, uh, copies of. Like, they have HD copies of, like, the 2004 Big 12 Championship game. That's awesome. 
I want that in my personal collection. Maybe I can figure out a way to get my own copy of that in a certain way. But the point of the matter is, they have they're putting up some older games up there on the regular on a regular basis, and you know, joining the SEC fairly soon. Maybe can you know? I saw a clip today of the OU Alabama uh, game from two thousand two. Maybe hey, go into the ABC archives. You kind of own that now disney like grab that game and upload that to espn plus put that up on the sooner vision channel that's a classic game that came down to the wire you know ronaldo works uh, catching the shovel pass from nate hibble and getting down to the seven yard line and then kiwan takes it in for the go-ahead score so uh, please upload a clean version of that one i would be in love with that uh i would love to dump some of my old vhs rips uh that i have collected on my little external hard drive sitting right next to me but uh, other than that, just uh, kind of another college football news right now. Uh, uh, Pat McAfee joining College Game Day on a permanent basis, starting uh, this week for the Texas-Bama game. And I think that's kind of leading towards Lee Corso at some point retiring. I think Matt, Pat McAfee is going to be your new, younger, hipper Lee Corso. And nothing against Lee, but over the years, he's been deteriorating. He's been getting worse. Uh, again, dealing with... Another person who dealt with a stroke, uh, it's not fun to watch at times. It's painful. And I know it's like you you don't want to tell him to go away, but you just wish a family member, a close friend would say, it's time to go. It's time to stop. He, it just, he, just, he just can't do it anymore. And he, he just fumbles through his words, and it's just I, – I would rather remember the old Lee Corso, the one that was full of energy and – who would still stumble through his words back, even back when he, back in the day, don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's just like getting worse and worse with each passing year. And I would just like to, I think, let him go out on his own terms to an extent, but celebrate his exit, treat him like the, treat him like the legend that he is, what a big part of that program he was, you know, name the set after him, whatever it may be. Uh, but I just, it's just painful for a lot of us to watch out there. We don't want to see him like this anymore. It's just it's it's like when it's like when Dick Clark was trying to host the the New Year's Eve specials. It was just as painful to watch that too. So I hate to like talk about a downer like that, but you know it's just something that's been on my mind lately. But uh, a lot of other stuff. So I'll end with this. I know the this is kind of late news for this, but the college football playoff will be expanding to twelve teams. As early as 2024, potentially. Uh, I know there's some news breaking that they're going to make me, they're going to be making over two billion dollars in revenue for this thing, which is a pretty insane number when you stop and think about it. Uh, look, there's a lot of red tape, there's a lot of deals to work with, but when you have that kind of price tag, you know that they're going to find a way to get this thing done as soon as possible. Look, 2026 at the worst is when this thing is going to, at the very latest is when this is going to expand because that's when the initial contract ends for the four team. But uh, they got to figure out Fox is going to want some games. CBS possibly is going to want some games. Everyone who's got their toes dipped in the water of college football is going to want a piece of this playoff. So right now ESPN has the rights to all the New Year's Six games. You have the Rose, the Sugar, the Orange, the Peach, the Fiesta, and the Cotton. So we got to figure out those contracts. The Rose Bowl always likes it. The Rose Bowl is going to pitch a fit over maybe not playing on New Year's Day or they're going to have to or they may have to be a permanent semifinal or whatever. You know, that's going to be a headache to deal with. But whatever's going to happen, they're going to move to 12 teams. The presidents have made up their mind. It's uh, up to the ADs and everyone else to 
figure out how to make and the commissioners to figure out how to make this thing move forward. It's a long time coming. I know a lot of you out there don't like the idea of a 12 team playoff. You think it's a weird number, but I was sold on it when if you do 12, the top four still means something. If you get into the top four, you get a buy and you go right into one of the New Year's six games for your quarterfinals, so to speak. I also like the idea that you're going to start having home playoff games. I think that was something that they missed the boat on when they did the initial four. But you knew the bowl games were always going to be involved. So I just like the idea of like Norman, Oklahoma, Columbus, Ohio, um, you know, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Athens, Georgia, you know, you name it. Can you imagine some of these stadiums, how hyped they are on the reg for certain games? You make it a playoff game and you can have certain teams visit certain stadiums that they normally never would. How many SEC teams do you see go up to Big, to big Ten country? Not very often. Uh, I think the closest you got was when LSU played Wisconsin at Lambeau a few years back. And Wisconsin ended up winning that game. So, uh, Bama went up to Penn State, like, back in 2011. That was already on the schedule, so that wasn't a Nick Saban call there. So, he fulfilled the contract. And he's been doing the neutral site games in Dallas and and, in Atlanta for years on years. But, like, some of these home game matchups. could Could you imagine Norman, Oklahoma? Imagine Norman, Oklahoma, 2025. OU's the number five seed, just missed that top four. And here comes old number 12, USC. And Lincoln Riley's got to come into Norman. Could, could you imagine a more hostile crowd <laughs> in your life if that took place? Brent Venables, like a couple years into his run as OU head coach, and here's Lincoln Riley coming in and... You know, I'm giving better of the doubt for both coaches that they would be in this playoff mix, but getting the top 12 shouldn't be that hard if you've got the talent that you're able to recruit. Both guys are able to recruit. But uh, I think those are some of the magic. See, I, I want that to happen more than so, some of y'all there are rooting for this Alamo Bowl crap. Oh, oh, you and USC in the Alamo. Listen, I'll tell you something right now. If Oklahoma is in the Alamo Bowl again this year, that's a failure of a season. So I need you all to do me a favor. Stop rooting for this Alamo Bowl crap. <laughs> I don't, I know like it's fun. Like, and there's, there's a lot of outside people to do it. It's not like mostly OU fans, but I say, man, I want to see OU and USC play a game. I don't want a meaningless bowl game where players are going to opt out and then coaches are going to like play ho-hum or whatever. You know, you got to deal guys declaring for the draft or whatever. No, I wanted a game. I want them to play in a game that means something. If you're going to, if you're going to wish cast an OU USC game, a matchup of any kind, it has to mean something because whoever wins or whoever loses, is just going to wave their hand and say, ah, it didn't really matter anyway. And I'm calling out both fan, ba- fan bases on that. Both fan bases, win or lose, would be like, ah, one might celebrate it too much. One will go, eh, no big deal. I'm trying to, that's why I'm happy about this 12 team playoff because it's going to save those major bowl games. Yeah, I keep, you know, Pat Narduzzi of Pitt saying, oh, guys are going to opt out of this playoff. He may be right. Some guys down the road, even if there's a 12-team playoff and games will matter, players still might opt out, might leave early for the draft. Who knows? But once these major bowl games, these New Year's Six games, the Cotton Bowls and the Fiesta Bowls and whatnot, are having players opt out now because we're saying the quiet part out loud enough that they don't mean anything outside of playing for the national title. Because that's been the truth for quite some time, but everyone's been afraid to say it. 
Those big bowl games like to have that star power in there and have it mean something. So if you have all of those bowl games played annually and they all mean something and they can all rotate. So one year you're a quarter, one year you're a semi, unless you're the Rose Bowl, then you get like preferential treatment. It'll be a semi every year probably. But still, you want to have those games mean something. You want to have your cake and eat it too. This is how you do it. So anyway, can't wait for this week. Uh, Alabama and Texas, you know, Alabama. I, I got Alabama. Uh, Alabama is a 20-point favorite. I got, I got them covering. got them winning big. Uh, but again, another week of college football. Can't wait. Week three is going to be a lot of fun because OU's really true. First true road test pops up against Nebraska. Be back next week to talk about that. Also, um, another big game in week three. Might talk about it. Texas A&M and Miami. Could be a sneaky, really good game there. So with that being said, I'm Sean Forster. This is the Believe in OU podcast, and I will catch you all next week.